G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is a topic that's been on my mind a lot and I often have to address this, you know, with my clients, my private online clients, my coach when they, um, I've worked with them for a long time or when I do an initial consult with someone and they want to do a cut and something I don't think people go into enough and ask themselves. And I definitely don't think personal trainers do it enough with their clients. And the question is, and what the podcast is about is, are you ready to diet? I'll say it again. Are you ready to diet? Now, when I say diet, I just want to clarify what I mean by that in today's context is a calorie deficit. Obviously, you could do you know a certain diet, say keto, and be in a surplus. But mainstream media, you know, we go just in general. We normally say diet in our world, kind of as being in a fat loss phase. So, are you ready to diet? As in, are you ready to go into a calorie deficit? Now, why does this matter? Because so often people could probably get better results by not going into a calorie deficit right then and there. A lot of the times people aren't really actually mentally ready or physically ready. And I'll go into all those factors, but you know, the other episode I did last podcast was on dieting adherence and adherence is a lot easier when you're feeling really good physically, mentally, it's a lot harder when you're not feeling very good. Believe me, I know that um, when I'm not feeling good mentally and my mental health is really bad and I'm trying to diet and stick to locales, it's not the easiest thing. So this episode, I think, is going to be really valuable for a lot of you who are unsure kind of where to go with your training and nutrition or more so your nutrition. Now, before we get started on this week's episode, guys, please, as always, if you haven't, leave the podca- podcast a five-star rating and a little review takes about five seconds to leave a review. And when you do, it helps so much. And also make sure you click follow at the top of the podcast screen so you get up to date all my episodes right away when they come out. And also make sure you share to your social media, um, Instagram, et cetera, if you're enjoying an episode and tag me and tell your friends about it. All right. Are you ready to diet? Here's the thing. Fat loss sounds you know, really appealing. If you're high body weight and, you know, you're in an uncomfortable place and you watch something on TV and you see someone shredded and you go, oh, wow, that looks fun. Or you see on social media, you know, someone looking amazing and you go, oh, you know what? Goal, like I wanted that. And, you know, we're often seeing things where it motivates us to make change and that's fantastic. You know, if we want to better ourselves and we get motivated, perfect. But the thing is, a lot of the time, it's the people who haven't been doing much with their training and nutrition for a very long time who are often in a great place to diet because they haven't been, you know, trying to diet. So they're not in a position where they're stressed out from trying to track successfully or more so unsuccessfully. Their body's not injured or beaten up Um their motivation's really high and their optimism's really high. You know, when you go into something new and, you know, you just, it's that brand new feeling, you're so excited. So often the people who have 
not been trying to lose weight and haven't been doing much are often the best candidates to go into a calorie deficit. They're ready to diet. They're, they need to, all right? But a lot of the time it's people like yourself, me, um, who maybe we need to ask, are we actually ready to diet? And what I mean by that is the longer you train and diet, you know, you've been doing this for years, you often go in different waves and life happens and you try to diet and it doesn't go so well. And there's so many variables. And when you aim to be in a calorie deficit, the big thing I always want to do with my clients and what I try to talk about a lot these days is when you do a calorie deficit, you do it really, really fucking well. And what I mean by that is you're adherent. You are spot on. You nail all the basics. Why? Because it allows you to optimize the process. You can get in and get out, all right? The worst thing is when you're kind of in that no man's land where you're kind of trying to lose weight and you're not really losing weight and you're kind of in a deficit and not really in a deficit and all these factors and you get nowhere and then you feel really disheartened. So here's some things I want you to think about to assess, are you ready to be in a diet? Are you ready to go into a calorie deficit? And this does not mean, hey, Mark, I want to lose weight. I'm 10 kilos overweight from where I want to be. Just because you want to physically lose weight from body fat standpoint doesn't mean you're necessarily ready to lose or ready to go on a calorie deficit right now from a psychological standpoint and a few others. So let me break that down. All right. So number one, are you ready to diet? A reason why you might not want to is mentally you're not in a good place. For myself, I can I always use myself a lot. Obviously, it's a Coach Mark Carroll podcast. That kind of makes sense. But when my mental health is really, really bad, um, which is quite often, um, it's a matter of just trying to get through the day. It's like survival mode. It's it's what can I do to survive and get through the day and not lose my job and not ruin my relationship and all that stuff. Throwing another element of, hey, let's also be in a calorie deficit and be hungry and track calories spot on and weigh food is not always the best thing at the right time for people, especially if you've got a lot of things going on in your life. But on the flip side, some people, it might be the perfect thing because it can distract them and it can, you know, having a new goal can really motivate them and get them feeling like, hey, I'm in charge of this aspect of life. So that's why it's really always a personal thing. So some people going to a calorie deficit can spark them and feel, you know what, this is exciting. I'm taking charge. There's many aspects of life that aren't going very well, which I'm not in control of, but this I can nail, I can do it. So those people, it can be a great thing. But other people, if you're having a really bad struggle with your mental health and you're going through um, super stressful life changes with work or moving or with your relationship, you name it, adding another element can make things harder. And why can it not be ideal? Let's say you're trying to do a lot of things and things aren't going very well, and then you try to go in a calorie deficit and you're already stressed out, you're already feeling really down, and then you add this other variable of trying to stick to a diet, stick to lower calories. It sounds cool until you feel terrible and you're stressed out and your mind's elsewhere, and then you start trying to do it and you're not getting anywhere, and then it's just another way of potentially feeling really defeated, another way you feel like, well, man, I can't do this. 
because trust me, I know that feeling where you try and do all these other things and trying to get through the day and then you add in trying to diet as well. It cannot, it can sometimes not be a great strategy because it can just kind of compound your problems because it just adds another thing. Sometimes it's good to take stress off the table and, you know, spend time at maintenance. So number one, are you mentally in a good place? Are you really in a place in your life where you think you can do it? Because remember, as I said, if you're going to go into a calorie deficit, do it well, okay? Then here's a big one, and this is a bit, you know, people will take a, a, a for whichever way, but are you doing it for a positive reason? Are you going into a calorie deficit and are you going to diet for a good reason for a positive reason, or are you doing it because someone has made you feel terrible about yourself? So what I mean by this is, are you trying to make changes for your weight and things like that because you think it's best for you and, you know, you want to do this for you and it's something that excites you and you're trying to lose weight because you feel good about yourself. Not that, and here's the thing, you can feel good about yourself without being shredded, right? So that's what I mean. So do you feel good about yourself? Are you happy? Are you lose trying to lose weight because you know you're not where you want to be from a body fat standpoint, but you're actually in a good place, you know, from your self-esteem, from a confidence standpoint? That's really important because it helps the process so much more when you know that you're doing it for a good reason. And what do I mean then by a negative reason? Well, if someone, say, been bullying you and making you feel really terrible about yourself, and then you're doing it because you feel terrible about yourself, you hate yourself and stuff like that. And what happens is often then when you feel terrible about yourself, you try to go to extremes. Instead of trying to, say, go in a calorie deficit, a moderate calorie deficit, and lose weight you know, in a sustained manner, you often then go, I feel terrible, everyone is making fun of me, so therefore I've got to make a change rapidly. And you start going from eating, obviously, higher calories to – I'm going to eat nothing. I'm going to eat 500 calories a day. I'm going to eat 600 calories a day. I hate myself, so I'm going to starve myself. And that's what often happens when you don't feel good when you start to diet. You want to get out of pain, right? You get, you're in pain because people are making you feel terrible and you're being bullied and stuff like that. So you go, all right, well, therefore the answer is not to be higher body fat. The answer is lower body fat. But then often rational thinking goes out the window and you just want to get make the pain stop. You want to make the bullying stop. Unfortunately, it can then mean you do severe things. You do hours of cardio, you starve yourself and things like that. And that's what you often see so often with young people in high school and stuff like that. So the big thing is, are you doing it for a positive reason? And if you're not sure of one, then try to find one. You know, Try to think of a good reason why you want to take charge of your health and fitness. All right. Find that positive reason. You know, it might be, you know, I want to be healthier for um, my kids. I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be able to go out, hang out with my partner and, you know, feel really good about myself. Sure. You might not love how you might look, but you're trying to change for a really good reason, not because you feel terrible about yourself or other people are making you feel terrible. That's not what we want because it can often lead to not the most ideal ways of going about being calorie deficit. Now, number three, do you know your goal? When and how much? So one of the problems people have when they go into a calorie deficit and try to diet is 
they don't actually have a goal. They just know they want to be less, way less. They want to be smaller. They want to look different. But when you don't really have a specific goal, it can be really hard to really identify your whys. It can be really hard to identify what is a success. If you don't know what is a good result, it's really hard to measure your progress. And when you don't know where you want to go, it's also really hard to know even when you are making progress, what is the end goal? What is your happy place? So big thing is when you're going to diet, try to really be specific of how much weight do you want to lose? When do you want to lose it by? Have that time frame, have that um, amount. Because if you don't have that, it's going to make dieting quite hard to measure progress. And it can also then lead to you feeling pretty disheartened even when you're making progress. So let's say you lost six kilos and that's fantastic, but you had no goal. And so instead of saying, oh, I lost six kilos, that's amazing. You're saying, well, I lost six kilos, but I'm not happy yet because I don't look how I have, how I want. I don't know how I want to look, but I'm not there. So when you don't have that kind of idea of where you want to go, it can make things harder, especially when the process is not always going smoothly or you start to doubt yourself. So if you want to diet, try to have a bit of a goal. It doesn't need to be, all right, hey, in two years' time, I want to be X. It can just be let's set short-term goals, something that's measurable, and we're able to then assess our progress rather than just hoping for the best. Now, the big one, and this is something my brother Glenn, Glenn on Instagram, coach underscore Carol, Um, who's a fantastic coach, um, we often talk about. And this is, have you been dieting for a long time and not making progress? But, but have you actually been sticking to it or have you been that yo-yo dieter? So there's a difference between, you know, you've been dieting and you plateau and, you know, your metabolic adaptation kick in where your body purposely slows down Um, things like metabolic rate, so you expend less calories and therefore you just decrease calories a touch to account for that. But there's a difference to say, I've been trying to diet for a long time and not making progress, but when you really analyze things, you haven't really been in a deficit. You're yo-yo dieting. So you might do a week in a deficit and then something happens and you spend a week out of a deficit and then you go two good weeks and then you go three really bad weeks and you put that weight back on and then something, then you go back down. But you keep trying to go back and forth and diet. And what happens is you get really mentally burnt out. Even though let's say you did 12 weeks of this, you might have only been in a deficit for four or five weeks, but six or seven of those weeks, you felt like you were trying to be in a deficit. You felt like you were aiming to and you just weren't actually sticking to your calories. It actually takes a lot from you from a mental energy standpoint. So even though you did 12-week period, you might have only been in deficit for three, four weeks, and therefore you feel like mentally burnt out and you think you can't do it. But the fact was you just weren't really in a deficit consistently over that 12-week period, hence the lack of fat loss. So a big thing I like to do for these kind of people is let's spend some time at maintenance and let's track well and let's do that for a couple of weeks. Let's just purposely nail maintenance let's go to your total um your tde your total daily energy expenditure let's go to your maintenance and maintain that for a couple of weeks let's just relax let's back off trying to be in a deficit and not really doing it well remember as i keep saying if you're going to be in a calorie deficit 
do it, but do it really, really well. So if you've been in that period of yo-yoing severely, then it's a good time to try to back off, have a little bit of a break, give yourself that mental reprieve, spend a month at maintenance. Then you can come back to a deficit, be mentally ready. And when you come back, you got it. You do it really, really well. Next one. Jenna, who you know works for me, um, I was talking to Jenna today. I've trained Jenna for five years, um, and she obviously works for me. Um, Jenna's going to Vegas in four weeks for her birthday, and she hasn't been in a dieting phase. I mean, she got really lean last year, and then she did a build and got injured and stuff like that. And so she's in a fine place. But she said to me, Mark, should I, you know, I've gone to Vegas in four weeks where it's, you know, pools and hot weather and stuff like that. Should I do a deficit, you know, and get a bit more comfortable in a bikini? And I said, no, absolutely not. And here's the thing, right? You, just because you're going to, say, a beach holiday or just because you're going to somewhere where you're going to be in a bikini for a couple of days doesn't mean you instantly have to rush to, I've got to do a shred. It doesn't mean you instantly have to be smaller or lighter or leaner just for a few days on a holiday. Like, sure, if you're going to Hawaii or you're going on a honeymoon and it's a big goal and you're going for two weeks and you want to do photos and all, it means something to you, sure, have a plan. But so often people can be, say, in a good place. They're in maintenance or, for example, they're finally doing a build. They've spent so long being in a deficit and they finally got the courage to go into a build and they're making progress. And then some event comes up in three weeks' time and they think, oh, man, I've got to diet. I've got to lose a little bit of weight. Here's the thing, right? And I just want to say this, and I'm not trying to be savage or anything, but 99% of you, me included, if we lost two, three kilos in a mini cut before a trip, no one's going to notice and no one's going to care. The only thing we're going to notice is, is that we're now stopping being in a build. We're now stopping being at maintenance. We're now feeling like we have to rush to be leaner to enjoy our holiday. And here's the thing. You don't have to be leaner to enjoy a little getaway for a couple of days. You don't have to derail your you know, building phase. You don't have to do this urgent cut to be three, four, five pounds leaner or two kilos, you know, for 99% of us, unless we're already 9% body fat and losing it, a couple of kilos makes us even absurdly leaner. Yes, a couple of kilos could make you feel a little bit more confident, but maybe it's not always the right time, you know? So if you're in the middle of a build and you're feeling really good and making progress, you don't instantly have to be a tiny bit leaner to go and enjoy your holiday. Where are you at with your life right now? You know, so if you're stressed out in your life and just because you've got a holiday for a weekend away at a nice beach area or something, but you're really stressed out in your life, sure, you it would be nice to be leaner. It would be nice. You know, I'd love to have a six-pack right now, but there's obviously variables. Do I really want to go to that right now? And so they're the things you have to ask yourself. Do you really want to be on really low calories right now? Do you want to be in a deficit right now? And I think so often we just associate where, all right, I'm going to go to the beach in a couple of weeks. So therefore... I've got to do a cut. Unless you're getting on stage, you know, you don't have to do anything. And, you know, I love transformation. It's my passion. But sometimes I think people 
are finally getting in a good place with their training and their building and stuff like that. And they go, oh, I booked a weekend away in three weeks. Therefore, I've got to do an aggressive deficit to look a bit leaner. And you don't have to. I'm not saying you you can't. I'm not saying it can't be a great thing at times. But you don't have to always feel like you're obliged to be in a deficit to do a mini cut for an event or something like that. Now, next one. Do you really need to be leaner? So what I mean by this, a lot of people get into a really good place with their weight and they're happy, they're healthy, and you know probably their results are surpassed where they're ever expecting and they feel amazing, they look amazing. And basically, I'm well done. Now let's consolidate, let's build your calories up and let's maintain this weight this new weight, you've lost all this weight. You, let's maintain this now. Let's go up in calories and maintain this new you. But then people get scared. They think, oh, maybe I would be better if I was even smaller. Maybe I would be better if I was even leaner. And then what do they do? They go more aggressive and more aggressive their calories. When they're already in a really good place, they're already 10 times better than probably what they ever imagined. And so instead, instead of consolidating and making life more enjoyable by adding five, 600 calories and maintaining their really healthy body weight now, they try to push leaner and leaner and leaner. And that can be fine if you want to do a photo shoot, you're trying to be a physique competitor and stuff like that. But for a lot of everyday people, once you get in a really good body fat that you feel energized on, you feel happy, you feel healthy, you feel confident to go out and socialize or take your clothes off like, and all those things, then sometimes it's really good just to consolidate that and not always think, well, what if I was even leaner? Okay, because often you're already in a good place. You don't always have to be extra, extra lean um, unless you have a specific goal for that, okay? And then finally, are you chasing short-term validation over long-term progress? What I mean by this is, Fat loss is something that can happen really quickly. I know a lot of people be like, oh, that's not true. I've been trying to lose weight for a long time. But if you get in the right calorie amount, fat loss adaptations can come really quickly. You can lose well, you can lose fat really quickly, sorry, versus muscular adaptations. So muscular adaptations take a long time. Simply put, building muscle is a slow process. Losing fat can be a really quick process doesn't mean that everyone's going to be shredded in six weeks. No, but losing five kilos of body fat is going to be a much quicker process than trying to build five kilos of muscle, probably like a 10 to one time frame difference or even more actually. Um, and what happens is so often we try to get ourselves out of calorie deficit. You've listened to me. You realize, hey, I should spend time at maintenance. I should probably do a build. I'm, I've been skinny, but I haven't been happy with my physique in the way that I'm just small. I want to be have more shape. I want to have more muscles. I want to have more curves. And then what happens is you're in a good place. You start to build, and you but you you then start to get a bit antsy. You're like, oh, like I'm not really getting that validation right now because I'm not super lean. I'm not getting as many likes on my Instagram photos and TikToks and stuff like that because I'm not as shredded and stuff like that. So you think, well, what would make me feel better? And you go, well, if I did a four-week cut, I'd probably feel really good about myself because I could see more progress and people would start to say more nice things about me being leaner. 
a short-term cut would give me more validation than say spending the next six months continually with calories up in a surplus. But if your big goal is to you know, add muscle mass, add shape, and you know from experience that where you just were being lean, you weren't super happy. You literally know that, but then you run back to that. It can kind of be that sense of, I want to feel more comfortable. I want to feel that validation of fast progress. But when you seek out that short-term validation, that short-term gratification, you can get in the way of actually doing really epic things, which are often associated with a slow and steady wins the race approach. So sometimes you just need to think, yes, it would make me feel really good right now if I lost three, four kilos in the next couple of weeks and I'll get all these compliments. But is it the best thing for me and my goals? Just like, you know, I'm sure we've all, you know, been trying to save money or whatever, and you've got this goal of trying to save money for something, and then you see something you don't need at the shops, and you go, well, I could buy this. It will really ruin my week of savings or months of savings, but it will make me feel good right now. And then you go buy it, and then after a week, you're like, ah, why did I do that? I just literally got in the way of my big goal. Same thing when often you just often run back to that comfort of, a calorie deficit, and you actually get in the way of being in a build. So are you ready to diet? Well, do you need to? Do you, Are you ready to diet? And not necessarily if your goal was spend time in a build, which can be a slow process. So final one, actually, I add in. And this is something I could really do a really big podcast on for sure. Um, but also I'll try to make this one really quick and go, and go into details later. And is it, are you physically in a good place? Now, what I mean by this is often not necessarily from an injury standpoint, even because again, that can matter, but physically good place, like, or from a more like biofeedback, I guess, point of view. So are you sleeping really well? Are you managing your stress? How is your libido? Is your libido in the absolute bottom of the floor or is in a really good place are you feeling energized are you feeling um when you train like you feel strong you feel like you're progressing you feel physically really really good then from i guess a mental standpoint are you excited to be in the gym are you um are you able to fall asleep and stay asleep are you waking up full of energy all these little things are kind of what we look at like from a biofeedback standpoint of kind of like how you're feeling. But the worst these things are, oh, I'd also add in also like where's your hunger at? Like are you super, super ravenous all the time? Are you having really terrible cravings at the moment? And this is often associated to being low calories for a long period of time. So again, if you're not physically in a great place, if you're already getting a lot of these negative adaptations associated with being a calorie deficit, before you even start to diet, it's probably a good sign that maybe you're not ready to diet. Maybe let's consolidate, let's be in a maintenance phase and spend a month at maintenance, just consolidate. So remember your maintenance is TDE, calcul- um, your TDE, your total daily energy expenditure. If you want to use a TDE calculator, use my free one, guys, in my Instagram link in bio. Um, you can use that and they can give you your total daily energy expenditure. But sometimes you just need to listen to your body. Like you're not always going to be in a position where necessarily you're thriving and ready to diet from a from many aspects. And this is just these things you have to look at. And now 
me being, I'm a, like, I'd say, you know, fat loss is kind of something I specialize in. Transformation is something I specialize in. So I'm not telling people not to diet because often life's never perfect. But sometimes what works really well when I get a new client who's kind of got these issues is I might just spend even one week at maintenance, have them track, have them have more calories, have them focus on sleep, have them focus on, say, a deload in training volume. And all of a sudden they start to feel better because they feel energized, um, more motivated. And then the next week we go to a calorie deficit and all of a sudden they feel really good. So sometimes you just need to ask yourself, are you ready to diet? It doesn't mean you need to have six months off. It can sometimes just mean, hey, let's just spend time at maintenance. Let's just back off a little bit for a couple of weeks. Let's get ourselves in a little bit better place. Let's stress a little bit less. Let's recover a bit more. Let's eat more calories for a period of time. Really prime yourself to be in a good position to then go into that deficit. And remember, guys, the big takeaway, as I always like to say, is if you're going to be in a calorie deficit, do it really, really fucking well. Okay, And by doing it well, it means being adherent, sticking to it, crushing your training, getting your steps done. It's just nailing the basics. And nailing the basics is so much easier if you're in a really good place in life. Okay, So guys, I hope this episode was helpful. I think, well, I hope it was because it's something, you know, being a trainer for 16 years, I think is real valuable for so many people out there. If you found it helpful, make sure you go um, share it, guys, to your audience because I know a lot of you, I think, would probably hear this episode and think, wow, that's someone I know who should probably listen to this. Or if you're a personal trainer, hey, my client should probably hear this and it kind of backs up what I've been telling them. Um, that helps often a lot when other trainers share kind of like my content. It helps kind of say, see, clients, listen to Mark. Mark's, Mark said this and this is what I've been saying so they can get it from another um, side of things as well. So guys, as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want help with your training, please go to coachmarkcarroll.com and go invest in my training programs. Every single month, we have thousands of people sign up to my methods, you know, two, three, 4,000 people sign up to my methods each month. So come be a part of it, learn from me and put my programs in place and let me help you transform and change your life. As always, thank you so much, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye.